0: Hello fellow Losties, just a quick disclaimer that this interview contains spoilers, so if you have not seen all of Lost, do not listen to it, go back, finish the show, come back, listen to this interview because it's adorable. Thanks, love you! And welcome to our Lost Podcast brought to you by the Aficionados Podcast Network. My name is Robin Jeffrey. I'm a 23-year-old actor and filmmaker from Alberta, Canada. I like brooding antiheroes and feminist agendas, and I have way too much knowledge regarding details that no one else remembers. I run at the 100 script on Twitter, and you can follow me personally at Robin E. Jeffrey pretty much everywhere. And my name is Brittany Ray. I am a 28-year-old writer and TV critic from beautiful post-apocalyptic Vancouver, BC. I like badass MILFs and long naps. I'm on Twitter at Appritania where I can be found attempting journalism and talking about my cat. Um uh, and today we are here with the lovely Andrea Gabriel who played Nadia. Hello! Hey Brittany, Thank do you wanna coming. explain what happened? <laughs> 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 because it's because it's my fault. <laughs> Um, so we've actually recorded this interview already. And then, you know, things happen, computers (laughs) lose files, files get corrupted. And um, it was, it's like, it's my fault, but it's not my fault, but it is my fault. So Andrea was nice enough to come back and do this again. And we cannot thank you enough.
1: Of course. And Mercury (sighs) goes retrograde, you know, it happens.
0: That's just how it goes sometimes, but... That's literally what my sister
1: says. Of course, of course. That's, like, the the go-to now. Mercury's retrograde. Yeah,
0: this is... Everything is wrong in life, but this is why. Exactly. (laughs) Damn you, Mercury. So, we've heard these questions already, but we're just going to go ahead and ask them again.
1: Please.
0: All right, so I'm sure everyone <laughs> listening to this knows you, but do you want to give us a quick summary of your career including your time on Lost, please?
1: Sure. Um so I am originally from New York City and did a lot of theater in New York. Um and it was awesome and then I decided to move to LA and I thought I was crazy for <laughs> a good <laughs> long time because all of a sudden it's like, oh, and you're starting from scratch and no agent wants you because you've just done theater and they have to read reviews and that's uh, that's that doesn't work. So then finally I started over, um, started doing little guest stars on shows and then all of a sudden – There was this audition from this show called Lost, which I had heard of, but I had never seen before, and kind of took off my TV and film career, which I'm grateful for, and that pretty much brings us up to date. (laughs) Wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) I just think it was
0: really cool that, like, you landed it sort of right during, like, the golden age of television.
1: Yeah, that was lucky. That was lucky and believe me it's one of those things where it's like you know in retrospect i ha- i i didn't know that that was going to happen um and it's kind of like just just go on faith you know you got to you got to trust that a little bit um yeah. yeah it's totally an affirmation of that so yeah that was i mean and that's been a beautiful thing in my life i'm so grateful that that happened
0: mm-hmm. I, just, I think it's so neat.
1: <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, and and that kind of like took off. There was there were many other TV opportunities after that, and the and the Twilight situation, and so it's been it's been you know it's been it's been a great ride, and and it kind of settled me here in in LA, which I I probably would have gone back to LA. I mean to New York had it not happened. So, and here. Oh really? Oh oh yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, I mean, my entire family was in New York at that point. All of my friends had not yet moved out here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now they are. Now everyone I know is in LA. Like I have no you just fr- lured them back out. Exactly, exactly. I I manifested their arrival. <clears throat> but uh-huh. In New York now. I mean, I have my family, which is of course a draw. But it's like, oh wow, I'd have to make all new friends.
0: <laughs> That's literally what I've been doing with having like everyone come to Vancouver I'm like yes no everyone move here it's beautiful it is there's no snow
1: it's super beautiful yeah I I concur
0: (laughs) well because you shot um Twilight here right right half of
1: it yeah half of it was in Baton Rouge and then the the other half was in Squamish (laughs) (laughs) ah Squamish how does one explain Squamish um it's it's halfway between Whistler and Vancouver and that's how you explain it I guess but yeah that was that was that was an interesting experience which we can we can hit on after the lost notes are (laughs) are taken care of yeah 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 it was it was it was an interesting moment in time yeah the Squamish the Squamish situation
0: (laughs) Squamish no offense to Squamish, it's just oh like oh my god, I it's, love it's Squamish. Squamish, it's,
1: it's <laughs> yeah. Squamish. It was just like I and and let me add to that by saying I had no car, so yeah, right. yeah. It, it was a little, it was a little uh, frontiersland man. Like it, I mean, all of a sudden I was. Oh, and I have to add to that that I thought I was going to be there for six days. And I ended up being there for half a month. (laughs) So I didn't bring anything that I, I didn't bring my computer. I didn't bring, you know, my sleeping medication. I brought nothing. And then all of a sudden they kept pushing the shoot dates. And so it really turned into the shining a little bit.
0: (laughs) Right. And I think that the last time we talked, you had talked about how you had kind of like a little squad up there too.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was like, um, yeah, in, in Baton Rouge, it was huge. I mean, there was everybody. There was the Volturi. There were the all of the covens. And then in Squamish, it was a very rarefied group of people that definitely like, you know, they had their friends. So it was sort of like, you know, every day it was almost like, you know, who am I going to hang out with? Yeah. Because <laughs> I had no computer. If I had a computer, I am I'm I am convinced that my time there would have been completely different. Yeah. Yeah. But I had like my iPhone, which had no reception. So I was basically like, you know, am I going to walk three miles to like the, you know, the supermarket? (laughs) Ew. Yeah. It was weird. It was weird. But you know, I'm grateful for all of it.
0: And it literally hasn't gotten better because the cell reception, because I drove through there like last year. Oh yeah. There's nothing. I was like, Guys, it's 2018. I know,
1: I know, I know, and I'm sure people are still like staying at that same hotel. It was like this wooden hotel on the side of the road, like beautiful hotel, you know? Yeah, yeah, but just was, on the side of the road, on the side of the road with like nothing around it.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So, what are you even supposed to do? Like, are you
0: supposed to go skiing? Like, what, that's what Whistler's for.
1: I know. I think you're supposed to have a car. <laughs>
0: Uh, Yeah, that would that would explain that one.
1: I think that's like mandatory if you're going to be there. Yeah. Didn't get the memo.
0: (laughs) That's the the Canadian memo. Must have car. Must have car. I know.
1: Or like good pair of snowshoes or something. (laughs) Uh,
0: I don't think I've ever owned a pair of snowshoes in my life, but I've also never had a snow day in my life. Oh,
1: of course, because every day is a snow day. (laughs)
0: Exactly. My, I got one snow day in my entire life, and it oh was my, my first snow day ever in college. Oh, what? oh my god! <laughs> yeah, we don't even need it, right? It was incredible.
1: Everyone just has to like roll out the door a couple feet, right? Yeah. Exactly.
0: So 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 lost. Yeah. Yeah. So lost. So lost. <laughs> So last, um, this one, this is about um, the incident in season five. Um, we wanted to talk about Nadia getting hit by the car. Um, did you do that stunt yourself? I did do that. I know this is like so deja vu. It's funny. Yeah. So yeah, we've already heard the story, but we loved it so much. Please tell it again. Awesome. You
1: know what? I think I will. So <laughs> what happened was um, I was supposed to do... A certain stunt, which was way like it was it was basically a rope around my waist that they yanked to the side to be hit by a car, which, you know, in retrospect, doesn't make a lot of sense. Like when when you're hit by a car, I don't think you fall over like a domino. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it was like you know, oh, and we're just gonna yank her. And so you know, they were like, hey, do you think you can do this? So we practiced it a couple times. I'm like, they were mats, and they pulled me over. I'm like, oh yeah, of course I can. Not questioning, like, well, I don't know how they're gonna make this work, but sure, I can. I'm a, I'm a badass, right? So I I was all ready, and then you know, we shot this the. It wasn't a huge scene. You know, it's me and Naveen walking down the street mm-hmm. and, um, you know, talking about our honeymoon plans and what... Not honeymoon, not our anniversary plans, you know. And then all of a sudden, um, I saw that, oh, no, my, I'm holding my purse on the left side of my body, which is the side I'm supposed to fall on the mat, uh, according to our rehearsal. Right. So, <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know how that's going to work. Oh, man, I should have you know, brought that up to continuity, my, my bad, oh no. So then all of a sudden, I don't think about that anymore because they load in a crane and I'm just like, okay, well, <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> that's new. I, I wonder what they're going to do with that. Yeah. And, and so then um, they used my stuntie whose um, name was Tara and total badass. she was the one who actually like rolled off the hood of the car.
0: Oh, right.
1: Yeah, that was going to be her one gig, you know, rolling off the okay. hood of the car. Shout out, Tara. Shout out. Shout out, Tara. Shout out. Like, was, like five foot two stunty. I mean, <laughs> just like badass. So anyway, she's like, oh, I'll show, you know, we're, we're going to show you how this is done. So they put her in a harness and then they just yank her up <laughs> on this crane, bring her up like, like vertically, flip her sideways. And, Mm-mm-mm. like, propel her to the left. So now she's falling on the non-purse side, obviously. <laughs> oh, my God. There is a crane involved. And now she's above the ground. And I'm just like, oh, and you want me to do that? Wow, okay. And I wrap my mind around this in, like, five seconds. And, um, yeah, and so I was, I was a little bit freaked out about it. And I think I told you, like, I was sitting there as they're, like, talking about it. And I hadn't done it yet. And I was there with Jacob. My love Mark Telegram. Yeah, <laughs> my little delighted fiance from another like I mean, yeah, that man. Anyway Did I say so, fiance from another month. Uh, uh, yeah, which makes no <laughs> sense whatsoever. But yeah. He's Canadian. So you know. Yeah. Yeah. So Marry a Canadian. Yeah, maybe it maybe in the next life, if not in this one. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs>
0: what a perfect tie-in! Thank I'm so
1: you, pleased. thank you, thank you. So um, I'm there with him, and I'm with Naveen, and they're like, you know, if you know, are are you freaked out about this? And at that moment, I like started crying, and I'm like, no, I'm not freaked out at all. Anyway, I ended up, and oh, and I, I mentioned before, Naveen was like the absolute doll. He was like, yeah. took me side. He's like, if you're not comfortable with this, I'll talk to them about it. And I was just like, no, 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 like this. And the stunties over there, it's like they're a fraternity. They're just like, you can do it, man. You can you can do this. This is going to be awesome. Like, you're so badass. And so there's a part of you that's like, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be awesome. And so I got myself hooked up and I did it. And they only made me do it once. And, you know, uh, it's kind of the first applause I ever got on set. <laughs> Except when you rap, they always applaud when you rap. But like oh, right. I got like I got it after the and so I was like, okay, so done. We did it. And yeah, so that's what it was. So then later on they added in the car with CGI. But the actual like thing where I kind of get flipped over and shot. Oh
0: my <laughs> Jesus.
1: goodness. Yeah. Jesus. That was me. That's actually me. Yeah. And that was the one take they took of that. So yes, I did that stunt. i can't believe you did that i
0: i fully would have cried and then chickened out
1: oh my god like i mean but when when you're on set with like you know you're there with jack bender and like the entire cast and like the entire crew and you're just like i don't want to be the chicken i don't want to yeah you know you're just like you know what i'm just i'm just gonna do it and if i'm you know impaired for the rest of my life it was for (laughs) a (laughs) loss me oh my gosh (laughs) it, it would have like
0: death sure in the name of lost no problem
1: name of lost <laughs> exactly yeah. exactly and it's funny because it's like it's seriously those stunties they are a, they're they're a they're a posse man they're like you know if it looks like you're gonna do a stunt all of a sudden you're like a part of this group where it's like you can do this you're amazing and it, yeah it's a little bit like jumping out of a plane you're like yeah
0: i love that it's like really aggressive affirmations that's
1: totally aggressive
0: yeah (laughs) i need that much hyping to go through like a haunted house
1: right right yeah at least nobody was like don't be a wuss don't be this don't be that yeah true true yeah they knew how to deal with me where it's like you're amazing
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's really
1: sweet actually
0: like i'm really touched by that yeah yeah
1: yeah it was it was totally like you know pro pro me Yay.
0: (laughs) Yay. Um, uh, We'd love to hear
1: about your audition process. Okay. Yeah.
0: That's one of my favorite (laughs) topics. I love hearing about auditions.
1: Yeah. So it was completely random. I remember I was actually, um, I was coming out of therapy. (laughs) 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 And all of a sudden, like I saw, I got this, this, uh, this message from my agent, which is like, oh, you know, you have an audition tomorrow. Uh, It's for an Iraqi character named Nadia and I was like oh that makes sense whatever (laughs) I'm like yeah of course the famous Russian Iraqi of course Nadia of course so I I remember that like you know struck me and then um I I walked down to the Rite Aid which was right around the corner because I had to get I don't remember what but I remember asking someone online I'm like oh how do you get to like Burbank because I was (laughs) brand new here I didn't know so um, I, he's like, Oh, you know, I think you do this. You can go over. I'm like, but what if you don't take freeways? Cause I didn't, I'm sorry, highways. I did. I, whatever you call them out here. Sure. I, didn't, <laughs> freeways. I didn't take them for the first like five years I lived in LA.
0: <laughs> oh my God. How yeah. did you get anywhere?
1: Uh, like, like surface streets, only surface oh streets. Goodness. Yeah. I was like, wow. I was in Manhattan. I was not that strong a driver. And I was like, it's scary. I don't want to take them. So it was always about, like, okay, if you have to go somewhere, how do you get there without taking a freeway? So, mm, fair enough. Yeah. So, I figured out how to do it. You take Barham, by the way. <laughs> 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 and so, I, I got to the place, and I remember um, when I got to Disney, I got lost and I walked into some random office and I was like, oh, do you know where to audition for Lost? And they're like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> You're lost. You're lost. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, I'm lost. So um, finally, I find my way there. It's, it's a room full of people. And at the time, they were auditioning both Nadia and Danielle. So mm-hmm. I, w- I, didn't, I, d- I had never seen the show. So <clears throat> I didn't understand. I'm like, OK, so I'm in Iraq, but, but they're on an island. And this chick is French, but she's on an island. <laughs> and there's some music box." So I was just like, uh, like what the hell know. is this show about? Exactly. I'm like, I don't understand. Because there are two very different types of auditioning in that room, you know, all in the waiting room and like packed. So I was thinking, that's why I, I kind of figured to myself that Nadia was probably cast already and somebody fell through because it's mm-hmm. like very, um, you know, and, and not only that, but once you got in the room, it was like everyone was there. It wasn't on tape that goes to... You know, producers or that right, right. was like you are in or you're not in, like you're going to audition for everybody or not at all. So, <clears throat>
0: so ooh, real quick follow up question then: If you could pick like any famous celebrity to play Nadia other than you, who do you, who would you pick?
1: <gasps> other than me? Yeah, <laughs> she's like um no. Other than me. Um, <laughs> let's see. Good question. Um, 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 um. Oh, that I wow! I'm blanking. <laughs> That's a question because I'm like, you know, who who should I play other than the other person? <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, who who would play Nadia other than me? Um, okay. Well, at the time, uh, I don't remember. I and I was totally obsessed with her. Um, there was a movie out at the time. Oh my god! Uh, and it, it her name. It was called like. Omar, I think it was called Omar, and it was made in Afghanistan, Um, and it starred this very, very young girl who didn't, she hasn't done anything since, because I don't think she left Afghanistan, actually, but, um, and I, I, it's called Omar, or Oman, or something like that, it was just, and it was such a touching movie, and at the time, I kind of watched it to get into character. And I was thinking to myself, like, she would be ideal. She's a little young, but um, now I'm sure she wouldn't be. So I would say her. Um, And I should look her up. But that movie, like, it floored me. And if anyone can look up Omar or Oman, it was just, like, it was really beautiful. It was about a, a girl who pretended to be a boy because in Afghanistan, under the Taliban, um... Girls couldn't work, and so she was with her mother and her grandmother, and the father had died, and they had no money, and so they dressed her up like a little boy so that she could work at, you know, she was selling some sort of, like, you know, milk or something, mm-hmm. and then um, she was taken by the Taliban to be made a soldier. Oh, God. Yeah, and so she had to hide her, hide her, her gender the whole time. And at the end she gets found out and she get. I, I, I don't want to spoil it, but anyway, it was just like, it, it floored me. And the thing was like in the Taliban, um, in this group, she had a neighborhood friend who was a boy who knew who she was and was looking to protect her. So I sort of associated, Oh, that would be a perfect relationship with Saeed and Nadia. Said,
0: right, yeah. I love
1: that. Yeah. So I totally, um, I was, I was associating that with, with her. So whoever she is like i mean i i i hope that she gets out of afghanistan and she starts working cuz it was just a beautiful movie and it was just just devastating so her. <laughs> <laughs> um i
0: feel like i need to look that movie up now yeah. cuz it sounds like like oscar worthy oh my
1: god it so is it so is i'd look it up myself but you know how i am technologically and i'm yeah and i'm going to lose you if i do that <laughs> So you were saying everyone was in the room. Oh, yeah. So everyone was in the room. Like um, Damon was there and David Fury was there. And um, I don't really. And of course, April Webster, most amazing casting woman. I mean, there was just everyone was there. And I went in there thinking they're going to put me on tape and like send me, you know, to the people who. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so all of a sudden it was like, oh, I guess not. So, yeah. And it happened to be like. You know, I I felt I felt good in the room, but I left there like, okay, you know, you just have to let it go and be like, whatever happens, happens. And then I got a call um, about like four o'clock that afternoon from my agent, who's just like, okay, you haven't booked it, but like, don't go anywhere. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) like don't leave the country or anything like that. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'm not planning to. Um, So you know, she's like, they have to send the tape to the director who's in Hawaii and you know they'll they'll let you know like soon okay so the whole next day goes by the whole work day and I'm just like you know trying to not think about it and then at eight o'clock p.m. that night the next day my agent calls me I was like okay yeah they want you so and then things moved really fast and like that next day I went out to Burbank to take the pictures that Saeed has in Walkabout which was the next episode which was already in post so they you know they they had to Superimpose my photo on the photos that Saeed was looking at. Mm-hmm. So it was. Oh, right, of course. Yeah. So it happened really fast after that, and then I didn't actually shoot it for, I'd say, another like week and a half, and that was even a little bit like. Um, at that point, I was supposed to fly out. I guess like maybe on a like Wednesday, and then all of a sudden they call me the morning of Tuesday, and it's like, can you leave today? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. well okay. I mean, what am I going to say? No. (laughs) So
0: can I leave for Hawaii today? Yeah. Yeah. I definitely can. Thank you so much.
1: I'll cancel what I have to cancel. But then I'm like, I'm sitting in my house and I'm just, I didn't have the plane information. They're just like, okay, we'll get back to you. So that was a really weird moment where I'm like, Oh, like I have to be ready. I can't go anywhere. So, um, they ended up flying me out at about midnight that night and I got in, um, you know, early the next morning. And I didn't get a chance to sleep. But it was okay because those were the scenes when I was in prison. So... <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Method acting, really. Yeah. It was like, you know, just use it. So...
0: <laughs> it's interesting to me that you didn't have a chemistry test with Naveen before.
1: Or did you? I did not. I think that oh. it was... It was... The, the time was too limited. Right. I really think that it was supposed to be... Um, it was supposed to be somebody else. And then they fell through like last minute or, you know, they were trying to work out scheduling and then it didn't work out. I'm going to be really, I'm going to go out on a limb here. Mm-hmm. And this is like totally, you know, under undercover stuff here. But I think it was Zelita who actually got that role originally. That's my, that's my, my thought about it. No one ever told me. Really? The one who okay. the, yeah, who was, who was on Lost in Season 5, who played... Yeah. Yeah. I feel like she was the original Nadia, because later on, I saw an interview with her where she said I was cast as something earlier on, but I couldn't do it.
0: Ooh.
1: Yeah. And she, she's always playing Middle Eastern roles. And so I'm, I'm convinced it was her. I am not, like, I, I have no basis to go on this but I really think it was her
0: that would make perfect sense yeah yeah I mean who else could it have been
1: yeah exactly yeah exactly so uh, and who else would she have been cast as you know exactly Hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking it was her and also I know that she was on a, a series before that which of course I don't remember at this moment because I never do, but she was on a series before that that the writers were a big fan of. I know. Um some sort of like sci-fi, geeky thriller kind of thing. So, I'm really thinking that that was her role. Yeah. That's my theory.
0: I th- I think you're onto something here.
1: I think so too. I'm very intuitive.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so This question is about like the legacy of Lost. Mm -hmm. So how does it feel to be part of a show that ended nearly eight years ago now, but people are still talking about?
1: It's awesome. I mean, it's it's wonderful to have been part of something that people just kind of everybody found a chord with, you know, everyone Mm kind of had a, a common thread with and it brought so many people together and it really affected a lot of people's lives, you know, including mine. And I, I actually am very, very involved with the fans, like of Lost, you know, like, yeah, like Joe, and you know, like, yeah, many people I, I, I actually, I have relationships with, you know, and I really see how it really brought together community.
0: It truly did, for sure.
1: Yeah, and I find like the people who loved Lost are just such fabulous people, you know. <laughs> I'm gonna
0: tweet that. <laughs>
1: Please do. Like, <laughs> I mean, they have such big hearts and such brilliant minds. And they really, you know, they wear their heart on their sleeve. They're not afraid to get involved. They're not afraid to, you know, uh, excuse me, but look foolish, like in their love yeah. for something. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it's like unbridled passion that they're not ashamed of. Yes,
1: exactly. Yeah. I love that about them. And not only that, they're intelligent, like super intelligent. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's a rare combination that someone is very, you know, they're very literal. I mean, they're, they're just very intellectual, but also just so unbarred about their, their enthusiasm. It's a beautiful combination.
0: Have you done any cons and like interacted with people through conventions?
1: You know, I the ones that I've done have been so under the radar and so badly handled. <laughs> oh,
0: oh gosh. No. Uh, <laughs> no yeah
1: I know I, I mean I I went to comic-con once by myself which is not the oh. way to do it you know and I, I'm sure no one even knew I was there I was like at a little booth by myself with my little pictures and I'm like this is humiliating <laughs> oh no yeah I know and it was like you know I paid for my own trip so basically I broke even even you know it was just yeah. And the one time that actually I was invited to Comic-Con to be taken care of, you know, by, by people managing it was for Twilight, for Breaking Dawn. Right. Mm-hmm. I was in New York shooting Gossip Girl at the time, so I didn't get to do that. So, Oh, yeah. that sucks. Yeah, it's too bad. But I also did, like, Epcon, which was in El Paso. which <laughs> um, was an interesting experience as well. But yeah, I've never had like, you know, like the red carpet experience at Comic-Con where I actually get to be on a panel and you know, everything is managed well. So, my fate and Comic-Con is kind of like my fate with like <laughs> I wasn't in the church. <laughs> right. Oh no. But maybe one day, you never know.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. And like Comic-Con's so huge now, like
1: Yeah. I fully believe. Oh, by the way, the movie, and I did have to look it up here because I am a geek as well. The movie was called <laughs> Osama. Oh, okay. It's called Osama. Osama. Yeah, and it's um, trying to find the name of this chick. Hmm. Uh, yeah, Osama. Oh, I remember this movie. Wasn't it
0: amazing? Did you see it? No, I remember hearing all about it, though.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, I just thought her name was... I'm sorry um Zubaida Sahar no that's the mother the daughter is Maria Maria Marina Golbahari Marina Golbahari should have played Nadia as well there you go yeah
0: I'm on her I'm on her her Wikipedia page
1: (laughs) Marina Golbahari whoever wherever you are get into acting again because you're brilliant and beautiful
0: Put that out into the universe. Come back. And
1: come back. Right. <laughs> I mean, that movie for anyone who hasn't seen it. I mean, it's, it's, it's a downer, but it's, amazing. Yeah. it's amazing. And please try and think of Nadia and Saeed as those two characters. Cause it'll break your heart.
0: <laughs> kind of like their prequel series. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which I would watch. Exactly. Exactly.
1: Right. It was just like, yeah, that movie totally floored me. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, we've got, <laughs> we've got some fan questions now.
1: Okay. Um, um, Britt, Britt, you're first.
0: Yes. Um, our first question comes from Sam, who's Sam Casey's on Twitter, and she wants to know what your favorite part of filming the show was. Oh. Um, of course, other than beautiful
1: Hawaii. Okay.
0: And, and how lovely <laughs> Naveen was. But also, and it can lovely, be beautiful
1: Hawaii. Right? <laughs> well, it was really just going back to a character because i had never d- done that before i mean i did it in plays but at plays you start at zero again you know you go back to the hmm. beginning of the story
0: every time yeah
1: every time which is great but it's not like you get to build on anything or it's like you're going back to a character who you've created and who people identify as you and then kind of get to find out the next chapter the next chapter the next chapter so that was really exciting um you know, to have people writing for you, basically. Right. Um, so just kind of finding out what they had in store for her. And then, you know, sometimes when it didn't make sense, piecing it together. And that, that as an actor was also exciting. So, yeah, just kind of like having, having a, a character written for you. It's kind of the, the closest thing to, I guess, a series regular. Right. Where it's just like, you know, except in... As some people in Lost, like sometimes you'd be on an episode cutting a banana <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> in the background because, you know, you were just slated to be in the episode because of your contract, but they had nothing for you to do. Right. So it's like every time I showed up, they had something specific for me to do.
0: Yeah. And they would know they'd be like, Andrea's the one who's playing this. Right. So what can we write? Right.
1: That's that's huge validation as an actor. That feels <laughs> really good. You know, cause so often you feel replaceable, you know, it's like, totally. I could have played this or someone else could have played this. Or, you know, if you're on a soap opera, someone else does play.
0: <laughs> right. And so every time they would say, Ooh, let's bring Nadia back Andrea, we'll, we'll do a great
1: job. Yeah, exactly. It's just yeah. like, you know, it's just already your role, which is, it's, it's huge. It's like, you know, you work, you work, you work your life for that, you know? So that was a great feeling.
0: Um, okay, so this next question comes from my sister, Callie, or at Callie and Jeffrey on Twitter. And she asks, what was the most interesting thing about Nadia's storyline to you?
1: Huh. Um, good question. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess um the the most interesting thing really happened in season one, you know, just that This woman had been born into a very entitled life and, you know, they had been wealthy and they had been, you know, they they could have stayed out of the fray, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And then just um, her righteousness, she just kind of got in with, you know, the rebel crowd. And that was really, I mean, you know, I've never, I've never played a badass like that before, you know. Like, it's oftentimes been, you know, people who are just going about their lives and whatever. Or, you know, someone who's a victim or someone who needs to be saved. And, yeah, Nadia was saved, but she was also a badass, you know. Exactly, yeah. totally. Yeah, she she was more than willing to, to put herself into a dangerous situation. So that was really interesting to me. Because I had played in theater. I had played... um Antigone, so just playing someone whose values really, mm-hmm. you know, are are bigger than her fear. Um, so it was almost like you know, it it almost felt like an Antigone kind of thing. I never played Joan of Arc, but like a Joan of Arc sort of sort of role, where it's just like you know what, yes, I'm in, I'm in a very precarious situation now, but I chose it. Yeah. So yeah,
0: yeah, she really made her own fate. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that was really, that was really fun where it was just like, yeah, this is trying to wrap my mind around the idea that this is the only way that I can feel right in my life. This isn't just something that I did because I was wanting to rebel or I was just, you know, bored. It was, this is like, just the way I saw the world where it's just like, fair is fair and right is right is right. You know, totally.
0: Yeah. And it's a timeless idea too. I mean, look at what's going on now, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, completely. Yeah, and I mean, and also, you know, using the fear, like what happens if your ideals get you into a really sticky spot, you know? I mean, yeah, you're going to be scared, you know, and you're also going to try and be brave, but it's not like you're like, oh, yes, just I'll take it on the chin. It's like, have the fear too, you know, because it's scary.
0: And use it. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. So that was my favorite part, kind of like just being able to play a role like that um, and, and you know, be identified with a role like that. It's, it's humbling.
0: And women need to see roles like that yeah. because we need that complexity on screen. Oh, yeah. yeah,
1: completely, completely. And I love how Lost did that. I, you know, yeah. like Kate was, wow, you know, mm-hmm. like so complex. And Juliet was so complex. And they were just, I mean, they they really... They didn't. They didn't really delineate the roles between male and female, where the where the women were the prizes, and they mm-hmm. were the ones who needed to be saved, and they were the ones who you know were just reactive to things going. I mean, they had their their their. Can I say shit? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, of course, yeah. They had
1: their shit, you know, and they had their stories, and they had their damage, and I I loved that. That it just made them sexier, you know, it just gave them more reason to be who they were, that's what I love.
0: So this question comes from Angela. And she said that she, I find Nadia's Nadia's character fascinating, yet we know very little of her, like, in the show. (laughs) So is there anything that you have about parts of her story that we don't see in the show that you might want to share, like ideas that you came up with or a detail of her character that is not explicit but we could look out for? I think you talked about um,
1: the original script being a lot more brutal. Yeah, the original script was way more graphic and brutal. So in the original script, in the scene where... She's being interrogated by Saeed. Her introduction, um, it turns out that her entire family was killed um, by Saddam Hussein. And that's one of the reasons that she did join the rebel forces. It's, it wasn't just like, ah, I have nothing to do today. Let's just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they slaughtered her entire family for reasons that were completely, you know, her like one of them spoke to the wrong person in passing and so he was killed and another one um i don't know looked at someone the wrong way just like things that are so random and ridiculous and then they also said that she had been raped by uday hussein so i mean there was like a lot it was a lot darker um you know, I think, I don't know if they, I don't, I think season one might've been the eight o'clock time frame. I don't remember. Yeah. It. But it's too dark for ABC, maybe too dark for that, for that demo. But, um, yeah, so that was like, that's some stuff that everybody might not know about, <laughs> about Nadia. And then I also had, um, you know, created for myself that Saeed did not torture her. And I know some people, mm-hmm enjoy the, the torture element like oh but she loves them anyway and i'm like no
0: yeah. <laughs> no can't relate can't relate
1: can't can well maybe in my 20s but no i <laughs> can no longer relate so um yeah my my theory was you know she got tortured by other other guards but then when it was his turn to you know come in cuz i feel like you know they they had shifts so when it was his mm-hmm. turn, you know, they'd come in, they'd reminisce. He'd bring her something if he could, but it was sort of like, you know, he was he was the respite. He was trying to, you know, cover for her. Um, so yeah, because I, I I didn't really get that di- dynamic where he tortures her, but I fall in love with him. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> no, but I felt that's not the basis of a healthy relationship. Well, not really. Yeah, but I feel like that also adds to Saeed's you know his story which is it was the first time that you know he was like i'm not going to do this yeah i'm going to actually i'm i'm going to go against the rules mm-hmm. and the person who i've become because you know i care about this person so that was that was my take on that <clears throat> that other people might not have known about
0: mm-hmm. i think that makes more sense just in terms of the story yeah and for those characters
1: yeah mm-hmm. yeah
0: because you can't really see Saeed torturing the love of his life. No,
1: no, no. And I don't think he would. I think that you know he tortured many people who didn't deserve it. But you know, I was kind of the the breaking point where you know he decided to change who he was. Yeah,
0: yeah, the exception. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, speaking of the 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 love of Saeed's life. Up, up, oh. potentially here we um, uh, are. <laughs> this was our big question uh, that I'm sure you get all the time so this question comes from Maria who is at Juliet's Burke on Twitter and we got similar question from Jerry and Matthew as well and they ask throughout the whole series we see the depth and complexity in Saeed and Nadia's love story yet in the finale it is revealed that Saeed's soulmate is Shannon and not Nadia why do you think that is and do you agree with that choice
1: <laughs> well no no, I don't <laughs> I don't um, and I know that there are a lot of theories about it like you know the time mm-hmm. on the island and that he had all these complexities around his relationship with Nadia and he killed people for Nadia and etc and so forth um, and and I that those are all valid and that's part of what I love about you know the lost fan base is that they you know they find reasons for these things and it might very well be true. And I actually remember I, I spoke to, um, to Damon at the finale party. Um, mm-hmm. And I didn't ask him, but somebody somebody there did. They were like, yeah, why wasn't Nadia at the church?
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: Yeah. And he said, and I was kind of like, oh, God, don't ask that question. And so, <laughs> so he said, well, you know, have you ever read the Tibetan Book of the Dead? And sometimes there are people in your life who it doesn't seem they have any importance whatsoever in your life when you're looking at it, but they turn out to be like someone incredibly important in your life. So it seems like a Damon answer to that question. (laughs) It seems like there was some thought to the process. I personally, and my, this is just my theory. I think that, you know, they wanted to bring the original cast as much as they could together for the finale. And Maggie was available. She wasn't available in the first part when they were on the plane.
0: (laughs) Yeah, right.
1: (laughs) For some reason, like, Boone went to fetch her and she (laughs) was there. So, okay. But then all of a sudden she shows up in the finale. So I I feel like it was really based on, like, everyone wanted to see people together in the church again who had been Mm -hmm. in the plane in the pilot. That's honestly kind of what I'm thinking. Um. You know, and, and they couldn't bring Maggie back to, you know, be with Boone.
0: <laughs> oh, dear. Not. No, they could not have. That is the truth.
1: Weird and inappropriate. So <laughs> I feel like...
0: More weird and inappropriate than the relationship already was. Exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so
1: I kind of feel like, you know, that was, that was what that was about. And I could mm-hmm. very well be wrong. And a lot of people do think that... Maggie I mean that um Shannon was Saeed's you know love of his life and whatever but I, I I think that I think that that was actually what went down there and that's just my personal theory and by the way I love Maggie Grace I think that she's hot as hell you know mm-hmm. if I were Saeed I would have banged her on the island too <laughs> <laughs> I I get it so I much. get it, no hard feelings wow. whatsoever but you know I I kind of think that that's, what was up with with the finale? On a personal note,
0: <laughs> I think that makes perfect. Sense. It's the nostalgia factor, oh, yeah. Right? Think, oh totally. yeah. yeah,
1: Oh yeah, and I mean, and I wonder where you know where Walt and Malcolm were. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't, you know, I maybe they weren't available, but I, I would have thought they would find some way to put them in the church too, because that's what people want. Honestly, that's what people want to see. You know, yeah. yeah yeah, totally. yeah they want to see everyone together again in some way whatsoever because every time someone would get killed and they'd bring on you know a whole new cast of people people were like what the, you know come on yeah like at least i did yeah. <laughs> yeah you know it's like every time it was like a whole new cast of people we we learned about i was like no i want to see the people who are in the fuselage that's you know those are those are our people so i feel like they yeah. wanted to bring them back in the finale which i understand
0: yeah um this next question comes from scott uh hey zamboni guy his job is to drive Zamboni. Yeah, we love that i think that's the, the coolest job in the whole yeah. world he loves lost oh. um i just a zamboni driver that's the most amazing job i, I don't
1: know what that is
0: <gasps> oh um it's those see this is because um, <laughs> they um they're the big uh machines that c- clean the ice like in between hockey oh, games oh yes so like they'll go and like water the ice okay. and stuff. And so like the Canadian tradition is the minute you see the zamboni, you yell, "Hey, zamboni guy!" Nice.
1: Okay, I yes. would never know that.
0: <laughs> you learned something Thank today. You. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I'm. I'm so sorry. Oh,
1: please don't be sorry. That's. I mean, God. So to learn is to know. It's one to grow on. <laughs> it's especially weird little Canadians. I love it. I love it. And God bless Canada.
0: Scott wants to know if Nadia would have been. Uh, oh yeah, if Nadia would have been the one with Said in the church, what would have you liked their remembering moment to have been? So Charlie and Claire had the birth uh, of Aaron. Sawyer and Juliet had the we could go Dutch vending machine that made me cry. Yeah, um, how cute. would you have liked to do it?
1: Um, you know what? Um, I, I haven't given thought to this since the last time you asked me, which I really should have because <laughs> it's a wonderful question. I love this question. um I think I think maybe, I, and I think we kind of like settled on like if if he God it's just it's so ridiculous if he fell over no but that's,
0: oh yeah right 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 we, we, we like you pushed him in a puddle
1: that's, yeah like
0: pushing that, him in a right.
1: puddle or something like that but yeah, isn't, yeah. That a little, isn't that a little isn't a little rom com yeah <laughs> true.
0: it's kind of cute though I mean the finale had a little bit of ro- I mean the vending machine that was a little rom com yeah.
1: True. Very true. And then there was the thing where like, you know, if, if, you know, if he stepped on my toe and I was like, ow,
0: <laughs> oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> or if he brought me like, you know, a panini or something. <laughs> <laughs> panini. Um, But I'm thinking, I'm thinking, yeah, something where it's like, you know, if, if by accident he falls in the falls into a puddle or falls over or something and, you know, and. Even if I didn't push him, but then you know he sees me and I see him, and it's sort of like, oh yeah, there you go.
0: I mean, didn't he like? Wasn't his thing with Shannon that he found her like literally like in an alley in some garbage? Something, yeah, yeah. Something, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like um, Boone was like beating up some guy, and then and then Said went and like saved Shannon, and I'm like, don't know how I feel about that. It's like, why does Shannon need to be saved again? But Kay.
1: And yeah, like she got two guys into a fight or something. It's yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take her to the church. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the boy to the church.
0: About- <laughs> All right. Church. <laughs> um, <laughs> this next question comes from Claire, who's at Kane and Griffin on Twitter. And she is really interested to know what, if anything, you approach differently in your character preparation to play Flash Sideways Nadia. Were you playing her as the same person, just in different circumstances? Or was there something about her qualitatively different in that world?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, yes, I decided that that Nadia had not actually had the same experiences as Route 1 Nadia. so Right. Um Yeah, the sideways Nadia had not joined the Republican Guard, had not been in prison, had not encountered Saeed there. I feel like the part where she was entitled and, you know, had a family that was, you know, well off um, and had had a big crush on Saeed when they were children, but then his brother had not died. And so, um, Said, when he started, he still joined the Republican guard and he still had his whole story, but I Mm -hmm. feel like around the time that he sort of like, you know, kept up with his disinterest of her. And so she then married the brother somehow, you know, they got to America, Said ended up in America. They had always had this interest in each other and this, you know, this chemistry and this draw to each other, but she hadn't expressed the same elements of herself that she did in Route 1, so to speak. Right. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. She, had, she had never actually gone to those limits. She still had them in her. And there was actually another sort of element to her that there was so much that was repressed. And so much that actually hadn't, you know, been able to be expressed in in her life. So, yeah, mm-hmm. she lived. And, you know, she didn't go through the same things as she did in, in Route 1. But it was It was almost a more uh, a more stifled Nadia, so she couldn't say the things that she really wanted to say to Saeed. She couldn't fight for him in the way that she might have if it had been route one, Nadia, you know what mm-hmm. I mean yeah. so yeah, that's how i I played that differently. um yeah, where it was just you know it was a little bit like you know the life she she could have lived and what she actually had in her that she didn't she didn't live out.
0: Yeah, she had, like, less claws. Yeah,
1: yeah, completely. Yeah. And it was, like, you know, they still had the draw. And I feel like, you know, there was – the it was almost, like, the memory of the life that didn't happen with them mm-hmm. in there. Like, almost, like, a, a dream that hadn't actually been lived out with the both of them. Right. But, there, like, most of it was potential, like, potentiality that wasn't expressed in the life, which is actually, like, I find – very bittersweet because that's how a lot of people you know a lot of people experience that in life I mean everyone experiences that in life what what yeah. could have been who mm-hmm. might I have you know who might have been the love of my life you know
0: yeah. so
1: that's how I play that differently love it thanks and I had no choice because yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you put so much thought into it considering like you had no, say. had no
1: say and it's like okay makes sense of this now so yeah because uh, nobody, like, nobody right. knew when the, the sideways reality began or what right. happened and what didn't happen. So I was just like, okay, the childhood happened. Everything happened up until the brother's death. Um, And then since the brother didn't die, like, this is what happened instead. Hmm.
0: So did you ever talk about that, like, with Naveen? Like, yeah, whether that. you had agreed about, like, what the past briefly, would be?
1: Briefly, briefly. I think that he yeah. might have had a different take on it. 'Cause he's like he's like, oh, we totally shagged. Uh, (laughs) I like that version. I know, right? He's like, oh yes, of course we shagged. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) All right then. So I'm like, okay, that all right. I'll 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 go with that. So um anyway, but it it wasn't what I played, but maybe it's what he played. (laughs) But you know, it's worse things to imagine than to imagine shagging the Andrews. So wow.
0: that is so Put true. that one away. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, just, that's so That makes like such perfect sense. I know. I know. Like, oh, we told you. are <laughs> like, oh yeah, uh, your Naveen impression is oh, amazing. Thank you, darling thank <laughs> The accent. Job.
1: I know. He's, he's, he's awesome. I, I I miss that guy. Um,
0: this is another question from Sam. She wants to know um, what would Nadia have done if she had been on the island? Do you think she would have sided more with Jack or with Locke? Or would she have gone with whatever Saeed wanted or made her own decisions like Kate?
1: Oh, yeah. Totally, totally, Kate. Totally yeah, yeah, done, sure. done my own thing for sure. And I yeah. think in the beginning I would have been uh on Jack's side because he was just a very – he was looking to get things done. He was looking to like, mm-hmm. you know, organize, yeah. um, get things accomplished and have everyone survive. And I think that would have appealed. But then later I feel like, I think, I think Nadia had some ideas about fate and about, mm-hmm. about, you know, the order of things. And I, I feel like, I feel like eventually I would have gone with Locke. And again, like I said before, who wouldn't go with Terry O'Quinn? Come on.
0: Oh, he's so charming. Right? Right?
1: Oh my God. Love that guy. Oh, he's, he's,
0: he could sell me on Mesmerizing. anything. Mesmerizing.
1: I know. I know. I would have started the the cult of Locke. I would have been like his <laughs> first his first disciple. I would have been the Mary Magdalene of of the Lockies.
0: Locke would be <laughs> totally down.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. He needed something. You're like, but Nadia couldn't get Boone. Oh, though. never. Never. No, she's no. not that dumb.
1: No. Nice enough guy. Nice enough guy. But yeah, no, I would have. I would have been like totally at, at the feet of well not at the feet of I would have been like I would have been the second in command with luck I love that <laughs> or maybe I'm just speaking as me
0: <laughs> no you guys get to the end and Jacob's like no it was actually not the whole time luck it exactly. wasn't you 100% yeah. right um, so this question comes from John, who's at John Delaporta Porta on Twitter, and he wants to know what it was like when you were called in for your smaller Easter egg appearances with Charlie and Locke.
1: Oh, um, it was, it was totally fun. It was a little weird because it's like, okay, so now I'm in England.
0: Yeah, exactly. And now I'm in California. <laughs> Why not?
1: Right. And now I'm in California buying a house. So, and they were reversed. So it's almost like making sense of them so okay it was it was a it was easy to put together the the um buying the house in california because i had already seen the greater good so i know that i was helped to america by the cia so i'm thinking Ooh. okay so they mm-hmm. set me up with a house and you know a job so okay um probably because they wanted to get at saeed you know they wanted to get at Said. so i yeah. was sort of like i was brought into that that loop and then in season three, when I'm getting mugged, it's mm-hmm. like, OK, so this takes place before because we knew the years. So this takes place before being in L.A. and buying the house. So obviously they had the CIA put me in England first. And then I just decided to try and thread the scene and and make it that. Why am I fighting so hard for this little purse? You know, if I'm being looked after by the CIA, like yeah. they can give me more money. So my papers are in there. Yeah. Like, this is how I'm going to get to America eventually. This is how I am legit in England. Like, I'm carrying my papers. Maybe I'm just, I'm just coming from the embassy, you know, and on the way back home or wherever, some guy's trying to take my purse. So, you know, how do I make that work and sort of thread it through to the story so that I have some sort of relevance between, you know, between the world? So that's how I made that work. And then... Um, yeah, and then in season four, there, it wasn't really Easter eggs. I was already, you know, yeah, picking up sight at the airport. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and big props for that scene in, in season three as well, because Greatest Hits is one of my, like, top five favorite episodes. And that scene with you and Charlie is, like, so moving. And it, like, truly is, like, one of the top moments in that episode for me.
1: That means so much to me because I have a big problem with that <laughs> episode. Oh, tell me why. why. What? How could you? I love that scene so much. First of all, I think I look really weird with wet hair.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Only you would okay, notice. that that's understandable. Yeah,
1: like super weird with wet hair. And um, so we were shooting that, like, for hours. And it was just, by the time it was like, you know, the rain, like, they were just sh- pouring water on us. And you know, I mean, you can't wear makeup. You can't wear anything. And on that right. show, I got to look pretty real most of the time. Um, you know, and I remember sitting like in season one. I'm I'm in the makeup trailer, and it's like in you know, there they're putting this like nasty prison makeup on me. And you know, I mean, I get it, and it's all fine. But I'm looking at these pictures of of these beautiful actresses, and I'm like, but they're on an island. <laughs> <laughs> no fair. Thing. They don't have razors. They don't have eyeliner. They have like a little scratch on their face. And like besides that, they're dewy and gorgeous. And I look like I'm like, you know, on a fast, like, you know, like I'm on some keto plan. Like it was just, it was it was it was rough. Um, and so in this one, of course, all the makeup runs off me and I'm I'm looking like a weird wet mutt. And <laughs> and ended up happening was they had to actually they had to toss all of that dialogue because none of it was of course couldn't hear any of it and so i went into a place you know the the looping booth later and we we redubbed the entire scene like right. every so it was like it was it was hard to redub it and not be and i i just felt like it was like a little bit off to me and you know i know that a lot of people had problems with that episode too and i'm like but i not my fault. um and then, but it was it was really funny because they played me a little bit of, of Dominic's, like, feedback, um, you know, to lead us into the thing. Right. So when, yeah. I, when I say, like, you know, three people.
0: Walked by, yeah.
1: Right. <laughs> and he sort of, like, gives this little, like, shake of his head. What he said, like, in the dialogue, he's like, wankers.
0: <laughs> what an incredible <laughs> fun fact. I will remember that for the rest of my life. Uh,
1: it's like <laughs> wankers <laughs> it was like it was so funny that he added that in.
0: oh my goodness what a legend yeah,
1: yeah so that was that was special so I have that to share wow <laughs> yes that made the episode worthwhile but I wish that like I didn't have that that weird wet hair my little ear sticking out it's a weird it's a weird scene <laughs>
0: It must be weird to like watch yourself and you're like, ah, oh, I wouldn't have done oh that with my God, my
1: all the time, all the time. And it's like you go in, they like, they have you done up so pretty. And then it's like, and let's just pelt you with water for the next 45 minutes straight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, no complaints. And I mean, I, I mean, freaking Evangeline managed to look gorgeous in the rain. I'm like, where does that come from? <laughs> She's just made for water. I'm like, oh my God.
0: She's blessed with jeans that I, like, we just don't, I don't have. Yeah. <laughs> um, so now we're going to do our lightning round, and it's not going to be as fun because you know <laughs> all the questions already. <laughs> but hopefully you've <laughs> forgotten. Okay, are you ready? Yes. Okay. Favorite color?
1: Lavender blue.
0: <laughs> <laughs> favorite, favorite food? <laughs> uh, one similarity between you and Nadia? Uh,
1: chutzpah.
0: One difference between you and Nadia. (laughs) Hootspot. Favorite movie.
1: The Karate Kid.
0: Celebrity Crush. Mark Pellegrino. Mark Pellegrino. (laughs) Mark Pellegrino. Uh, Favorite band.
1: Oh, I can change this. Oh, It's not a band, but Sia.
0: Yeah. Oh, yes. Excellent choice.
1: Um, Would you rather
0: live in the hatch or on the freighter? Freighter. Favorite project you've worked on. Lost. Oh, love that answer. <laughs> um, um, dream, dream travel, travel destination. destination. Tahiti. Who is your idol?
1: Ooh. Um. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I know I'm thinking too long on this already. Um uh, oh, shit. oh god, I'm thinking too long. I'm thinking too long. I'm thinking too long. <laughs> it's
0: a lightning round, Andrea.
1: <laughs> Clarissa Pinkola Estes.
0: all right are you more of a man of science or a man of faith man of faith yes man we know faith. this uh yes. <laughs> favorite season of lost that you worked on one name drop the most famous person you ever met or worked with still oprah oh that's still so cool and a fun fact about you
1: i oh yeah that's right this is where it came up um i i read tarot cards i think that's so cool
0: Thank you so much for coming, especially w- making you go through this a second time. Oh yeah, on,
1: please, please. I'm hoping for a third.
0: <laughs> Answer the exact same questions. Let's do it.
1: Yes, 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 indeed. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember who I said was my mentor, but I mean, my uh, my my role model. Who was, what did I say before? I was
0: trying to remember, it and I can't either. Yeah,
1: yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, well, I'll, I'll think of a better one, but... Clarissa Pinkola at is pretty badass, too. But uh, I don't know if she's my role model, but, you know, that was the longest one in the lightning round. So, yeah, that or that or Ralph Macchio. I don't know. Sure. sure.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Our music is Terminal by Good News If you're a fan of The 100, we'd like to talk about that show too. I believe by the time this goes up, it's like about to to start season five. So that's really exciting. It's soon. Yeah. And And that's April 24th for anyone who is not caught up. (laughs) We'll be be covering it. Like, join us. It'll be so fun. We will be covering it enthusiastically. Yeah. (laughs) And if you're a fan of Riverdale, which is a different set of murder teens, yeah. we are talking about season two of that show. We've also covered season one. We encourage you to listen to it, watch, and then get on Twitter and be like, what the hell? Because that's us too. <laughs> yeah. And we'll be covering season three as well because it has been renewed. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. You can follow at The Aficionados on Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, Redbubble. Um, What else are we doing? Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. YouTube. Exactly. But mostly Twitter. Yeah. Twitter is our favorite yeah. place. Yeah. And our Patreon is patreon.com slash the aficionados. If you have a single dollar to spare to pledge to us, we would really pledge to us. (laughs) (laughs) You must pledge to us. But it is really expensive to run these. So if you have anything, we would really appreciate it. We love you, but we love you anyway. Yeah. And uh, we... Say it. No, say it. Say the thing. What? If you like what we do here. It's expensive. Oh, it's expensive. (laughs)
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, we have a it.
0: we have a short list of uh, more podcasts that we'd love to do so uh, if you'd like to see some more podcasts please uh consider donating yeah because then we get to make more yeah. and pay soundcloud money to host it yeah uh, you can follow Yay. me personally at robin e jeffrey that's r-o-b-y-n-e-j-e-f-f-r-e-y pretty much everywhere and you can follow me at Britannia, which is b-r-i-t-t-a-n-i-a with an underscore at the you can end find andrea on twitter at a gabriel tweets and, and her Facebook, and she has a lot of really funny memes, so yeah. like go follow go her memes. stuff, because she's got good memes, yeah. people. Um, and then we end every podcast by saying, okay, love you, bye. So you can join us through there. Okay, here we go. Okay, love you, bye. Okay, love you, Bye-bye. bye.